0: Coming up, we're going to tell you what to do when you get those rainy day blues at Universal Orlando. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal edition of the Diz Unplugged. Today's Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the DisUnplugged Universal Edition. I, of course, am your host, Mr. Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. How are we doing today? I'm good. I don't care. Okay. No, I I really don't care. All right. No. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm uh, I'm just messing around with you here uh no i I do care but not right now i care about this episode we've got um i i don't want to hype this up as potentially one of our best um i'd actually like to hype it up as one of our weakest um and the reason for that is because well uh we are currently in uh in a state where we are pre-recording three weeks worth of episodes mm-hmm. um and you know we we just uh, we're really we're skimming from the bottom of the barrel here but i'd like to almost call this a crossover episodes of sorts because not only are we going to to focus on universal orlando but we are going to like take a way back trip to to well when there was a show on this podcast network called the trip and it explored things to do outside um, of just the the theme parks outside of Walt Disney World and Universal and so we're gonna kind of bring in elements from that and uh, with that yeah we're gonna tell you about how you can spend a rainy day at Universal Orlando or the entire area because let's face it um, yeah I, I think as a general you know we, we know in Florida in the summertime especially, When it starts to rain, it starts to rain. Um, And it's going to go on for... for Clouds be raining. Yeah, no, once it starts... You know, you know, it's not going to be this five minutes. I don't know where that came from. That at some point in time, I like when we used to travel here. It, there was that misconception that oh, you know, it's it's going to rain in Florida, but it's only going to rain for like thirty minutes, and then it's going to pass, and and you'll be good after that. No, that is a complete lie. Um, <laughs> take it from locals who live here and see it every day. If the rain does hit you, it's going to rain for like yeah, two right, hours, yeah. three hours, and it's gonna be miserable and if it's all right at the right time um you know at like three in the afternoon it rains till like five or six you're gonna to have to prepare for the most humid night you've ever put up with um so yeah it's terrible but it happens um, you gotta put up with it you gotta you gotta figure out a method so there's there's two plans of attack for uh dealing with rainy days in orlando there's the I'm going to get out of the theme parks and I'm going to find other stuff to do. Uh, or there's the, well, everyone's leaving the parks because it's raining and, and you don't want to get wet and you're afraid of that. So I'm going to stay in the parks and take advantage of it. So uh, because of that, we are going to go over both methods of what you can do on uh, during rainy days at Universal Orlando. So I think it's only fitting that we start with, well, for some reason i woke up it's eight o'clock i'm going on my way to get to the parks it's raining and lightning keeps coming into the area back and forth what do i do i, I think that's where we have to start so take off those steel toe tip boots and put that baseball bat away so I, and i'm gonna get the obvious one out of the way if it's raining but you don't have to worry about storms at all like it's it's no chance of lightning coming through if it's just pure rain absolutely my first recommendation go to volcano bay Water park, um yeah. yeah it's volcano bay has basically been closing for capacity every single day um it's that popular sunny days are obviously going to be worse than rainy days and uh the key is if you can actually if there's ever a morning thunderstorm that's rolling through um you know it's once lightning hits a certain uh, area and a certain distance away people aren't allowed to go on the water attraction stuff so if it's if it's thunderstorming first thing in the morning and you know it's going to clear that might be the actual perfect time to go to volcano bay you can get in you might not be able to do stuff right away But you're going to be able to take advantage of it once everything comes back up and there's no chance of lightning. Um, But yeah, 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 absolutely. Go to Volcano Bay on a rainy day. You're going to be walking around soaked the entire day, anyways, except for maybe when you when you show up and then if you sit down to eat for a while. Otherwise, you're at a water park. Take take advantage of it and um and you know I. Can't think of a a better water park to experience on a rainy day than Volcano Bay. But that's because this is the Universal show, so that's what I kind of have to say. (laughs) Um, And then that goes on to me being Captain Obvious in terms of the theme parks. Um, Yeah, this is the perfect time. If it's a rainy day and it's crappy outside, uh, you know, say screw the poncho. Don't buy that. Don't don't worry about your umbrella. This is the perfect time to go and experience the three water rides at Islands of Adventure. Take advantage of it. Um, you don't get off Popeye and Bluto's bill Drat barges oh gosh, no. ever dry. Uh, no one, no one does. Maybe some people will be less wet than others, but you're going to get wet on this. So my absolute recommendation embrace is embrace it. Yeah, em- embrace it. Embrace the rain. Go. Get soaked on that. Same thing with Dudley Do-Right, Ripsaw's Falls. Um, If you've never experienced that before because you don't want to get wet, I understand. When you go on this attraction, it seems like the water through the – the water through the flume, it's always like probably about a foot higher than it's supposed to actually be. And then the logs are always weighed down way more than I think they were ever intended to be. So constantly, every turn you take, every little dip you go through, it just feels like water's pouring over into the into the log and it's just terrible. But that leads up to the, the big finale where you do kind of like the double dip going through the, the falls and water will just slap you in the face and it hurts and you get really wet because of it. But if it's already raining outside, this is perfect um and and i i know we've talked about these water rides before on the universal show so this isn't anything uh new surprising uh, in terms of that but um I, i think a lot of people a lot of people still who are more familiar with disney they're gonna go in with that mindset of okay well it's like splash mountain it looks like splash mountain i can just ride in the back and I'll be fine. Nope. No, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's not the case. They'll think Cali River Rapids, oh, you know, it's, it only one person actually gets really wet. The only one person's gonna go back over a fall and get really drenched. No, that's it just not it. It you have to assume the opposite of both of these, where at Disney it's only one or two people may get really soaked. At Universal, it's maybe only one or two people will come out uh, sort of dry. The The closest to uh, the Disney mindset of uh, how soaked you're going to get on a water ride would absolutely be um, Jurassic Park River Adventure. This, uh, depending on how weighed down your boat is and which area, you can actually make this one off uh, not getting too soaked. But on a rainy day, again, I'm saying embrace it. Don't don't set, don't settle for that back row. Don't settle for the middle. Say I want to get right up front and center. Front row. So yeah, put that bathing suit on. Front row. No, do not put a bathing suit on. That leads. It's raining already. That leads us to our next tip for rainy days. If you're going to go into the parks, please be classy and don't wear your bathing suit around. What
1: if it's like board shorts? No.
0: No. It is because you know half the people out there aren't wearing any protective underwear. Uh, under Those two. well, see, so yeah, I got bathing suit underpants. That I wear yeah, and, and I'm I don't want to I don't want to classify everyone, but I'm just I'm just playing the odds too mu- here. I'm m- too, gonna too much say 50 genitals 50. touching, too many seats, exactly, and I don't wear it if you 're if you 're a female, I hope you have the enough common sense to you know what maybe maybe wear like a, a tank top and you can wear a bikini top under it don 't take off your shirt and just start walking around and then after that, if it starts to get sunny and you 're already wet from the rain or or um, the water rides this is not it 's not okay for you to just start removing clothing. And because well, I want to dry off that 's not okay, yeah i don't know when people thought that this was okay, and the worst part is, and i 've seen it way too often at Universal, especially when I work there, no one wants to say anything to the people who are half dressed. And I, I never understand that either. Like come on, it's offensive to everybody. It is. And I I'm sorry if you're afraid of confrontation, you picked the wrong job yeah. line to get into. Uh, the, the big uh, the biggest aspect of working in a theme park is knowing that you are going to have to confront people about them turning on their theme park brains and not not thinking things through like how to dress appropriately at a theme park but um yeah rainy rainy day weather does not make it okay for you to strip down into a bathing suit i'm sorry you feel that way rhino that you want to you want to be pro bathing yeah, suit, I, I, got a pair. I got those like target hybrid shorts they're supposed to be both yeah, well, they're not. They're not. I wear underpants with them. I don't care if you found them in the bathing suit section. Found them in the swimsuit section. The swimming—that's meant for swimming. Keep it at that. If you're going to Volcano Bay, wear it up. Anywhere else, do not. <sighs> Sorry, I got really frustrated and angry. So we made it past all the water rides. Now, let's kind of go in depth with what attractions are indoors that will still be open. And then I'm going to give you the, the kind of positives and negatives to them as well, too. So let's, uh, I'm going to go through Universal Studios Florida first. And I'm just going to kind of go through the list as they have it on their website of things you can do. So um, let's start with Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts, mm-hmm. the marquee attraction of uh, Universal Studios Florida. This is actually a great attraction to do while it is raining outside. And Rhino, do you know why specifically? No.
1: I mean, I know why this is my favorite area to be in if it starts raining. Well, Because
0: it has a roof it it does but specifically the reason why Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts is a perfect place to escape the rain when it it is happening outside is because of course it is an indoor hybrid coaster but also they designed the queue to be unless it's going out the door into the streets oh, of Diagon oh, Alley you're not going to be waiting outside for no, this one they, yeah and there is a little bit of queue that is uncovered but It would have to be going back to when it grand opened and there was three, four-hour waits for the attraction in order to do that. Even if it got up to a two-hour wait, you're not going to ever have to be outside – in uncovered portions uh you will you will be covered up so i i completely uh i completely think this is something you absolutely should hit if it's raining outside and as soon as you get off the ride if you're looking for for an escape and want to stay right in that area well luckily you have the Carket market where um celestina warbeck and then the the um the puppet shows you can stay right in that area mm-hmm. because it's completely covered I love or that. or you can run away to um to nocturne alley because it's always night always dark in nocturne alley so it's completely covered uh, it, and there's a there's a shop to look at in there and if you got one of the interactive wands you can do there's a bunch of magic spots in there yeah. a lot of people will take shelter in here so be advised that it is going to to get crazy especially in Nocturnality, um but it is an option if uh, that's what you're looking for um and then right outside of um right outside of Diagonale, you have the king's cross hogwarts express and yeah once you get off the train uh, eventually you're gonna have to make your way outside but uh king's cross is completely inside you can literally hang out there and there's even a little snack station yeah you have you have the snack station inside you can get a little bite you can get a beer that you're able then to take on the the hogwarts express um and it's just you know now that they have express you can get through there a lot quicker but that's one you know maybe if it's 30 minute wait you're trying to wait out that thunderstorm absolutely pop in there get a snack. Ride the Express over. Hopefully the rain will be gone by the time you get to the other park. Um, Another perfect attraction that basically 100% of it is almost completely indoors is Transformers, the Ride 3D. Uh, Yeah, you might be really sick and you might hate simulators, but uh, there is an outdoor portion to the queue that's open on busier days and. It, it, but most of that is covered it's kind of that would be the situation where well if the rain's coming in sideways you might get you might get a little wet if you do have to wait outside but if you're walking straight indoors this is a perfect one to hit um revenge of the mummy is the exact same way uh it, it's it, most of the queue is entirely indoors so you're not really going to have to worry about well and it. then it empties out into
1: the gift shop which is also connected to the arcade so even if it is still coming down,
0: you know, yeah.
1: at least you got something else you can do as
0: well. You know, two other things. Yeah. You can shop and you can play some games. Yeah. No, and, and another, another one like this that I would recommend for that reason, Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. The queue is almost completely covered unless it is super, super busy. Um, and it would have to be some serious sideways rain to hit you. Um, and just to give you an example of an attraction that wouldn't be perfect for that, uh, the Simpsons ride. Because you queue on these platforms yeah. outside that um, while the ride itself is inside, if there's a long line, there are going to be portions where you're, you're facing outdoor conditions with it. So while, while it might be smart to say, like, oh, I'm going to go ride this indoor simulator, there are portions where you might get drenched because you're waiting outside um, on a very busy day. That would also apply to E.T., you know, the average day with ET, you're able to just walk straight into the room where you're yeah, straight into the overhang area where you you queue up and wait for the film to see Steven. Um, Steven. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if it gets really busy, you might be waiting in the rain for a while. So uh, definitely watch out with what you're going to do with that. Um, other perfect ones where you're basically going to be spending all your time uh, queuing indoors. Um, if if you book it at the right time, um, of course, Racer New York starring Jimmy Fallon. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of you can't really guarantee that because of the virtual line system. You don't know that it's going to time up perfectly. But I would say, if your time ends up correlating with when it's raining, hide out in there for as long as you possibly can. Oh yeah, um, that's if you know it's raining. Check that forecast while you're sitting in there listening to the Ragtime gals do the. The same set for the sixth time. Um, just do do whatever you can to uh, to to hide away in there because you got the games, you have entertainment, you have cell phone chargers built into the couches. Um, use your brain on it. Um, uh, Terminator Two Three D. while wow, an absolutely terrible attraction in every way, shape, and form. Uh, just really shows its age you know cutting edge back in the day not anymore um kind of a so bad it's good situation um uh, you know if you can stand to go in there it actually every every aspect of it is indoors and because it is such a long show um you know you're you're going to be able to 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 spend a lot of time in there The, the same goes for the horror makeup show it's a great place to hide away if you can run in there because there's lots to see in that lobby area. You, you could probably even wait through a whole extra show just walking around the lobby area and really studying everything in there. Then do the show and and make sure you uh, you stay out of the rain as much as possible. And um, that kind of leads into Men in Black too, another one that most of most of it's always indoors. Sometimes because you you have to go through the elevator first the elevator portion first um sometimes that can kind of back up but for the most part i feel like they're very good at getting people inside when it is raining and that's universal studios florida well, you could
1: ask could you to do that tour too right
0: yeah if, you know, if it keep you wo- indoors a little bit longer yeah if it works out try to see if you can do an immigration tour where you can go down and and check everything out in there um definitely that, that's a good Good little tip yeah. for you, I know. Yeah. yeah. You have one or two every now and then. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, our biggest recommendation over at Islands of Adventure, if you're looking for a way to, um, to to wait out a storm, you have to time it up with Sinbad because that show is amazing. Uh, the Eighth Voyage of Sinbad is just one of the best things Universal has ever done. Um, and so, why not? why not wait out the rain with some classy entertainment struck by lightning instead of that show (laughs) i i know right or or even going into poseidon's fury um and spending time through that walkthrough attraction so i've never had to actually queue outside for that i've always made it indoors even when i've waited i don't know why i've waited 40 minutes before for it but i have um it it's definitely one you should make your way to. You can burn a lot of time in there, but uh you know one that I love that's there's a lot of irony to it, Cat in the Hat. Because it makes you so dizzy. It makes you dizzy, but the irony is you you walk straight in the building even when it's at its busiest so you're always under cover and the ride runs through any storms anything, but then the story of the Cat in the Hat is it's raining outside. In the kids, oh the, yes. yeah, yes, I see what you did there. It, it really it goes together, clever girl. Yeah, that's that's what I do. So, um, yeah, I I just I I think it's perfect for that reason. Um, and uh, another one that is very uh, very perfect because um most most of the queue is completely covered is the the skull island reign of kong mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. while there are portions outside i haven't had to wait in the outside portions since the ride very, opened up for the very first time and we are hitting like 90 minute waits yeah i guess that's true yeah and it's tied down a lot yeah no and uh you know they it, it's definitely one you should hit with that um Talking about things that are slightly outdoors, while Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is a great queue to get in on a rainy, rainy day because, you know, it's it's indoors. There are portions of the queue that are outdoors. So if you're looking at the line being basically anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes. You, you might be fine, but if it's 45 minutes or over, there are going to be portions where you are waiting outside. So take that into consideration because um, not to beat a dead horse on it, it, it kind of beats the whole attitude of I need to get into an attraction that's that's running in the rain because I don't want to get wet. It, it, if you're standing outside, what, what's the point anyways? Um, and then the really the final attraction – that again, most of the time you're always going to be indoors. Sometimes when it's really busy, you might be outdoors, but I've never had the issue of being outdoors for it. But that is the amazing adventures of Spider Man, which is completely. I don't think amazing. I've ever waited outdoors for that one. I think just once, it, it was it was one of those days where it just it was one of those bad timing situations where where. Uh, the lines posted at like a 45 and then all of a sudden you end up outdoors and you're like, "Well, this can't be 45 minutes. Yeah, this right. has to be longer and I'm just going to wait it out." So, um that that in turn it courses all the attractions that are still going to run in the thunderstorms. Um specifically, you know, all attractions will run in in light rain and even some some cases heavy rain um it's but they'll all run all the ones we talked about today will run in the lightning um as well too so it is that that is your hints on that i don't think i have to be completely obvious and say well you know if you want to find a way to beat the rain for a while go and dine somewhere or check out a movie at the theater I, i feel like that's common sense Mini golf, <laughs> yeah. Go mini completely golf. uncovered. Mini golf,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean that's that stuff speaks for itself. Go to go to Cowfish. Sit in there, you know. in the one of the patios is covered. Even if you're adventurous, they they yeah. they bring down their plastic windows and everything, or you know,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, so that's going to lead us into the B portion of this episode. Let's say it is raining really really hard, and you just you have to get out of universal you want away from there um and you're looking for something to do you're maybe not staying at disney property you're not staying on universal property i don't i don't know what your thing is so this is where we give you the recommendations of other things to do in and around the area that i think are kind of worth your time um uh, one of the easy ways to burn a lot of time first off uh just right down the road from universal orlando is the mall millennia um while I, near where i live yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna tell you where rhino lives <laughs> it is the closest mall you can get to um from universal and you know while while shopping on vacation might not seem like a, I uh, i really want to spend my time <coughs> no. doing that it is a very massive mall um there's nothing really unique there that you can't find at any mall yeah. in any city anywhere um but again you'll be able to kill some time in there
1: though oh yeah no it's, it's a lot of you go to lush or you can go to the apple store or you know the macy's the neiman marcus the whatever they're all massive stores yeah Probably, i'm more of a macy's gal myself but um the food court plenty of food options a decent i'd say even decent food i ate there the yeah. other day actually well no. i ate a panera bread the other day but that counts um <laughs> sure but, sure it does no, but they, yeah, they, honestly, the only thing that mall's really missing is one. There's no toy store, but there aren't really toy stores
0: in malls anymore, yeah. and uh, a movie theater. <laughs> exactly, and it is a high end mall, so keep that in mind. A lot of people go there, uh, foreign travelers that are looking to, yeah. you know, get get deals on. They do,
1: they do have things like American Eagle, so there's a couple of yeah. stores, but it is geared toward the. Oh, the first time I ever went there when I first moved here I was wearing ripped jeans and a T shirt and I was like I am underdressed yeah. I don't feel like that as much anymore, but I I walked in literally turned around and walked back out. I was like, I don't think
0: I belong here. Yeah, I used to only go there just solely. They had a uh, you know, I would go there for Bath and Body Works to get all the soaps and then I would go there to there was a great American cookie company. And so I go there to get cookies and then I just leave. There wasn't a a a little while. Yeah, Yeah, the Mrs. Fields, yeah. yeah. No, so um, <laughs> that, that is an option to do it right around that area too. Um, if you enjoy libations of sorts, um, right in the plaza across from that, I also recommend uh, – uh, Total Wine, which is a chain store. It's a chain liquor beer store. It is the Toys
1: R Us of liquor stores. It is the size of a Toys R Us, and it has anything and everything that you could ever
0: dream and imagine of. I run in there for one thing, and I'm in there for 45 minutes. No, I uh, Kylie won't go with me anymore because she knows. It's like – It's fascinating. It's I – for me, like it's a great – as much as I travel around to local breweries and stuff, um, I – I go there and I have some stuff on draft and that's it. I like that I can go here and they have a ton of local breweries that uh, are local beyond the Orlando region still in in, uh, South Florida and North Florida um, that I I can get to taste it to know if I ever want to drive out to do that. And so for – people who want to actually experience local craft beer why settle with just the couple that you kind of get to pick and choose at at universal and in disney if you can have this store where you can go in and pick and choose and hey you know what else i learned about total wine recently that makes me happy dog
1: friendly all of them are dog Mm -hmm. friendly and i was like so bring your pet with you too well i mean if you're here on vacation you might not have one but yeah you know whatever
0: but again, so if if you're looking to, to maybe bring home some souvenirs, some drinks that, uh, or try something that you can, you can only get, some get in Disney Florida, wines there, right? Uh, yeah, they they do actually carry some of the Disney families yeah. of wines. So I uh, I know they carry Silverado there. That's the winery that Diane Disney Miller owned, and they have some Fest Parker wines there. Fest Parker was Davy Crockett for. Those of you who oh, don't know yes, that, yes, so yes, yes, I've bought I've bought his wine there from time to time. It's really delicious. So that's that's an option in that area. Um, I mentioned drinks, so I have to give a shout out to uh, my my uh, home away from home, Orlando Brewing, which is just a uh, just about. I want to <coughs> say maybe no. You're not excused. <laughs> no, um, it, it's probably about overall. Leaving universal property, maybe a 10, 15 minute drive, depending on we how we actually went up. there one day when it was raining. didn't Yeah. We? yeah, yeah I did. remember my umbrella in there. Yeah. It was a monsoon outside yeah. and we ran through the flooded parking. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's right. Cause we couldn't like, it
1: was literally like water, like this
0: deep that we, it was just it had been raining so bad, yeah. but we waited out the rain and had a good time doing it. Um, they have happy hour there every day until, uh, I think it's like three to 6 PM. So, you know you if you show up at the right time that's usually when it is raining in Orlando too so um you can you can hit a good happy hour there get to try all their organic beers and it's not that far i would say an uber from universal properties probably going to be running about 10 bucks so, yeah, which so. I don't, I don't think that's that bad at all. And, uh, you know, uh, definitely somewhere you can go to escape the rain, but that's in, then there's tons of restaurants in that area that we could also recommend to, um, we've, we've talked about it before, uh, on this show and other random ones, but Teak, it's a teak. Uh, restaurant very close to to universal property kind of hidden they have lots of specialty burgers they have a secret burger menu um really only just learning about oh you just just now i didn't i didn't know there was a secret burger menu oh yeah no you just go in before you used to have you had to follow their social media accounts and they would release a passcode each month that you would use to (sighs) look at it but then you know so many people knew about the secret menu that all you have to do is show up now and ask Oh like, my hey, God! Can I, look at that?
1: I I mean I love this place without even knowing that. Oh my God! It's just, it, it,
0: this is a place too that's like tucked away in what appears to be an apartment complex. Yeah, and it, well, it is it is an apartment complex and other other various businesses and stuff. But it's um it's own it's operated by the same people who own a couple restaurants in the area. So this is like if, if you're looking for a local thing that you can't find anywhere else. Um, that's why I recommend heading off property going and having having a bite to eat yeah, there and this one's literally almost on the same street as universal
1: like yeah. you could you literally just turn out of universal and like pretty much go until you're taking the turn to go down the street
0: that this is on yeah no it, it's very close it's uh extremely accessible that's Kylie and I, when we lived at Universal, this was like one of our absolute go-to places all the time just because it it was so close and quick and convenient. Um, uh, Not to go back to the drinkers, but in the Dr. Phillips Plaza, which is only five minutes away from Universal, um, uh, we have a world of beer there. So I know there's tons of world of beers everywhere now. Um, They started adding food finally, which is nice. Yeah. So, and they're everywhere, but, you know, as you know, there's some beers that are the same at all locations, but they do, they do a great job at trying to feature, uh, local craft breweries as well too, in a, in an easy go-to place. So, um, it, it's just it, for beer fans, it's beer heaven. There's well, usually like 60 beers on tap.
1: Well, I like this plaza uh, itself. Anyways, there's a lot of different stuff in there. If you want a nice restaurant, Morton's is in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, there's one of my favorite, like, little quick service healthy places. Freshie is in there
0: right next yeah. to where I get my dogs groomed at Woof Gang Punks. Yeah. Yeah, so. so this whole area is known as Restaurant Row because it's just tons of dining. Um, and even close to that, too. There's another local establishment that uh, always – two, two local establishments that I, I enjoy from time to time. Graffiti Junction. Which is oh, that's uh, a newer one, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a burger, um, burger beer place. Nothing, nothing over bar food, but really good prices and uh, you zucchini know, fries. Get the oh, zucchini yeah. fries. Yeah, they they yeah. do this. another dog friendly place too. Yep, yep. I, we used to bring Elvis out on the patio, and then uh, on Restaurant Row, there's a Tijuana Flats, which originated out of Orlando. A UCF student started that. Yep, yeah, and uh, I think John and Kevin have even talked about it before. Really good prices on uh, kind of. Tex-Mex style food and it's just it's quick easy convenient I absolutely love it I it's one of those situations where like I almost recommend if, if you're it's at Tuesday, un- go. It's yeah. Taco Tuesday. It's
1: it's like it's like six dollars for like two tacos, chips, and a side of something yeah. like it's it's
0: it's a good deal. It's very inexpensive. You you know we love we love universal dining, but when it comes to like quick service, that's yeah. something I would say like if you're not if you've already done Harry Potter, you're burnt out on those, you're burnt out on Springfield, um, you can't have one more hot dog from the hot dog hall of fame, just Uber off property and go to T flats and come back. It's it's going to be worth it, more worth it than Blondie's. Ugh, oh, God! Blech. Um, so that is Blondie's. More like Barfi's. <laughs> 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 we just bought ten extra seconds on this episode for that. So now I'm just going to kind of briefly go over. There's a lot of other things to do in the city besides the the stuff that. Um, Besides just dining and uh, little things like that, let's go over some of the attractions I drive and downtown. So, um, you know, downtown, we do actually have a science center in Orlando known as the Orlando Science Center. And um, uh, it, it's one of those things. I, I know. Some cities have science centers. Not, I, I think most big ones do. But it, it's if you're coming down with kids or something, you know, if you're looking for a way to make it educational and blend in theme parks, definitely think about going to the Orlando Science Center. I, there's get a, a dinosaur in there. It's and it's really beautiful too. They use it as a wedding venue all the time. Um, That's it's, actually the only reason I've been in there. I
1: delivered cupcakes to somebody's wedding that they had where the dinosaur was, and I was like, "This is the coolest wedding ever." Like
0: yeah. No, I, it's, I, Kylie and I like seriously looked at and like, can we actually afford this? The answer was no. We could not afford it. Um, but a, a beautiful way, and you know, from the Universal property, you're only talking, uh, you know with traffic 25 minutes but it's it's not that far away. But if you're up in that
1: area anyways there is a lot of really good restaurants right off of Mills where like Taco China is one of my favorite like fusion uh, yeah. places and then there's um like King Bao is up there, Lazy Moon will give you pieces of pizza the size of your head with like a, it, it's always $1 draft for PBRs yeah. there. And then there's this um this marketplace that has what is being called the best cookies in Florida, the the
0: Gideon's Bakehouse, yeah, which is really good. No, there's tons like Mills, and then going up into Winter Park. Yeah, Uh, again, if you're looking for local establishments that uh, you can't get anywhere else, this is where you want to head to. This location, Um, you're going to find lots of great dining there, and um, all way more affordable than what you'll get in the theme parks. Well, Disney. Universal still is pretty good about their prices uh, for the most part, but definitely cheaper than Disney. I mean, this is
1: the type of stuff I like to do when I make a travel day though, too. Like, 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 uh, as when this episode airs, I'm not going to be in this country anymore. And like, I, I, our vacation is very planned out to the point where I'm, I'm almost a little bummed out by that because I like to just kind of go on a food journey or like yeah. wander from place to place like this and just find like what's, what's the cool place that the
0: local will go out of their way to eat. Yeah. Like, you know? and sometimes it can be more popular ones. Like I finally just got to take my dad to four rivers for the first time. The last oh. trip he was down and, and you know, like he what did guy it think of that. Now <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have enough donkey sauce on it. Um, no, but he like, It was one of those things. Like, I've I've tried to take my parents out every time they come to Orlando. I'm like, I know you love the stuff that we get in theme parks. I know you love these staples. I know. It's hard to be like, try try my thing, my local thing. Exactly. And that's what I say to anyone who's vacationing down. I know you love it. That's part of why you come back all the time. But, uh, like, I can't imagine... Going to L.A. anymore and Mm -hmm. being like, I can only, I can only eat at Disneyland. I can only go into Disneyland. I
1: Ubered in and out twice
0: during (laughs) our trip. (laughs) Like like a fatty, I (laughs) had three burgers. The one trip, I ordered two for myself and I kept one for later. And that's, I, I love, I love going and getting my corn dog. We all know that, but I love trying the local food. I go on, and I'm one of those people. I just go on Yelp. I go on TripAdvisor. Try to match up, see, sift past the stuff that you know they're paying for that ad space, mm-hmm. and try to find what uh, the people that live there, what they actually truly love, and um, you, you get an idea of the culture. Florida is a blending pot of culture, and if you stay right around the the theme park areas too often, all you're going to get are chains, and mm-hmm. it's just not unique. Get out, experience our city. The city beautiful. Jeez, it's named Louise. that for a reason. I feel like music should have welled up underneath of I, you right then. I might put it in post. Um, I'm not going to. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, uh, I drive crap you can do if you want. They have the Titanic experience, of course. Tickets, <laughs> do you know how much they cost? No. Are they a lot? 1912. Always 1912. Oh, God. Yeah. That is terrible. That is important. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some of these uh, we still have in our archives uh, – episodes of the trip that went there so one that i was with unfortunately for ripley's believe it or not that place was goofy i know oh, they're yeah, all I've been around there once. but yeah um you know it's, it's I, did, I was there for
1: the one where we went to madame tussauds the yeah. uh and then the aquarium and then sea Life aquarium. the third
0: thing there were three things it's all connected well, well the eye but you yeah, don't they, want to do that in the lightning but well no but it's still it will run in severe weather and stuff and you know while it might be a little intimidating and a little scary. The Orlando Eye's at the point where they're not having operational problems with it anymore, so it is. It's it takes a while to get around, so yeah. it's something to think about. If it's raining, you need to buy some time. Definitely get that pass where you get to do uh, sea life uh, skeletons and in um, the Orlando Eye all together in, in one. Um, and then there's also really close to there. There is a great bowling alley. I know. I know we've recommended before. Well, you know, if you're at Universal looking to escape go to go to cabana bay to their bowling alley that's only a 10 lane one they have kings um <laughs> really close to uh the orlando eye area that is just uh, full full of lanes um mm-hmm. and a pretty reasonably priced too um i think it's like eight dollars uh, per hour or maybe per game but um I, i've gone there before great drinks uh and great bowling uh they also have uh dave and busters right there off of i drive too it's always hopping there yeah it is but it, you can do that uh Wonderworks, the weird building that you it's got laser tag in it yeah
1: <laughs> my favorite movie theater well, one of my favorite movie theater but the best imax is on that right next to that on the uh, inside of the the Regal Point Orlando is yep. the largest IMAX in Central Florida. Yeah. It's the
0: real true IMAX stadium. No, it's that's a, that's a great place actually. If you're thinking about don't want to do AMC at Universal, go to go to that theater. And they it's added actually, reserve seating and everything now too, yeah. so it makes the whole experience a lot a lot less. Uh, Less stressful. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. So, and the last final thing that I want to really focus on, what you can do on a rainy day. Um, If you want to get completely away, you know the weather's not going to be great. Um, Skip theme parks altogether. Get completely out of the area. Go to Kennedy Space Center. Um, Um, I still haven't done that. I've lived here for 10 years, and I still haven't done that.
1: Well, I went down
0: to, like, the the barracks down there, because that's where my dad stays when he comes down, but... Yeah, no. I um, Kennedy Space Center is a mostly all-day attraction. Um, especially if you really are into space, um, you will want to spend a lot of time here. While there are portions, the you know, there's walking outside. There's you have to walk outside to get one place to another. Uh, but really, besides besides the Rocket Garden, which is a giant area where all these old rockets and are, are just sitting out and in pods and such stuff like that besides that um like the main experience is seeing uh seeing the space shuttle and that's a complete indoor experience for that and then mm-hmm. when you go when you travel um when you travel down the road to the to see the um the apollo rocket It's like that is once you get over there, once you get through the bus ride that takes you there, it is then completely indoors. So um, a good portion of your day here is going to actually be spent indoors. It's mostly just the walking from one place to another um, and It's one of those things. It's, yeah, it's an hour drive out. It's going to, I would definitely rent a car. Don't, don't try to take an Uber or other transportation for this. Definitely, definitely rent a car. But um, it's something I think every person coming to Florida should experience at some point in time. Um, And I can't think of a better, a better way to, to actually do it than a rainy day. Yeah. On a, on a beautiful uh, blue sky day, yeah, you're going to get some amazing pictures and then maybe you can head over to Cocoa and enjoy the beach for a while too Mm. um but i I think it's actually a good rainy day attraction myself so and, and there's there's way more things to do in and around orlando so um actually the best way i can can give you suggestions on that is tell you to to follow both myself and rhino on uh twitter basically and instagram from time to time and uh, if you do that you're gonna see where we end up <laughs> because pretty much yeah. we uh, we share where we go when we go um and uh, you know that's all I can really say so if you're ever thinking like well what 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 would locals do what would well, they the do people
1: ta- i read a thing where people who take the photos of what they're eating or drinking or experiencing and they share that are more likely to actually enjoy the activity they're partaking in by like it's some sort of like i don't know visual visceral i don't know but so
0: I always take pictures of my yeah. food all the time now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. I, I do as well pretty often and so yeah i recommend that so um and then of course if if we've completely missed over anything that uh you guys when you come on vacation and it's a rainy day let us know what you do i know a lot of the answers are going to be we stay in the theme parks they get less crowded but for those of you who have braved going off property or found other things to do on property go ahead and let us know in the comments below so i'm uh, very interested to see what you have to say but um thank you so much everyone out there for listening and watching to this of course Of course. you need more information head over to disunplugged.com home of our show notes for this show and every other that uh we do on the disunplugged podcast network as well as um links to our social media on facebook twitter and instagram um of course there you can also find our email which is uopodcast at disunplugged.com and uh, uh a whole lot more so if you're watching this on youtube and you enjoyed it please share it with uh share it with a friend uh comment below and hit that thumbs up button if you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead and uh, make sure you're subscribed to us uh, if you're not already, and uh, on top of that, too, rate and review us, even if it's bad. We like reading the bad comments, too. It just infuriates us. Uh, but, it, again, thank you so much for listening, watching out there. Rhino, thank you for the good conversation mm. and some of the helpful tips that you helped to uh, give people, and uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Uh, we will be back with you next week for another episode, but- Until then, remember, no (laughs) roguelikes.